called it's on Heartland Network and I sitting here with me I have the producer Joe Wortman and he's going to be telling us about the new series that's coming this fall on the Heartland Network. Joe, welcome to my show. Thank you for having me. I stumble there a little bit, but there's a new network, a new show, and what's the name of the new show? It's, I think it's called Becoming Alex? That's correct. Becoming Alex. Okay, and you can tell me a little bit about it, and uh, where did he come up with that name? And uh, um, First of all, let's go back a little bit. You're a music producer, and you're going to be producing right. this television show, which I think right. is dynamite, and I it's you know, it's not just a producer of television, but yet somebody with the industry of coming out with this new series. And I think it has to do with music. Is that correct? That is correct. And where did you come up with the name Becoming Alex? Uh, well, the character, I think, I just like the name Alex. And um, the play on the characters, this is, because of the way the show is, it's how she became who she is. So mm -hmm. it's, a, it's kind of a retrospective look mm -hmm. from a character's point of view of how she got to where she was and what brought her there, what were, you know, how she was influenced, what life made her, really formed her mm -hmm. to ultimately become who she became. Does she become like a, is she like a teenager? You know, early uh, teenager or later, like 17, 18? Well, she's in her late, the show principally takes place when she's in her late teens. But again, she it's a, it's a look back from when she's, she's a, it's a look at the character when she's already established and made it. And she's looking back at her teen years to how, she, like how she became who she is and what took her and influenced her to become mm -hmm. what she presently is. And that would be really a good example for those who want to get into the music business and know I mean, there is struggle there. You know, it's not all yeah, it's a, yeah, muscles. but it's also an emotional ride. And, it, you know, when you write music and you, mm -hmm. are, I mean, I think if you're any kind of artist, you're formed by, your expression is based on what drives you emotionally and what, right. you know, is, Artists look at things differently. Yeah, that's why they're the artists. Part. Artists right. because they're so different. And I noticed that you have, in the music industry, over 30 years. Congratulations. That's a long time. Yeah, it's a long time, especially when you're looking back. But. <laughs> Are you, some of these characters in this show, it's going to be read some, some stories that you went through or anything like that? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, uh, I mean, oddly enough, it's it's very autobiographically based. Mm -hmm. There are people, all these characters are characters that I knew. Uh -huh. that I, some of them I know now, but a lot of them are characters that literally influenced my own life. I mean, the, the lead, even though it's a young female, mm -hmm. is a lot of it's based on my own experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, even if it's a male or female, it's, it's a, you know, the, um, the life journey of becoming a very well-known artist. I mean, when you really do, um, Joel, look at all the well-known artists like, um, you know, uh, 
anybody that's been around for over 30, 40 years in the industry and really made it, like Dolly Parton or, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, it's on the tip of my tongue. But anyway, but all those other artists that have been around for years and years and years, they'll tell you it wasn't an easy ride. They had to put up with a lot of stuff and hope and sometimes it's just be at the right place at the right time and sometimes exactly. it works and sometimes it doesn't. But uh, um, Perseverance is key. Yes, yes. But it's like an entrepreneur too in business. You just yeah. gotta be, you gotta keep going. You just can't quit. Yeah, you gotta believe in yourself and you gotta, you know, it's a dream that you gotta just keep believing you can fulfill. Mm -hmm. And the same thing with actors and actresses. I noticed Absolutely. too, they, yeah. you know, those who made it, you know, um, well known and stuff, they will tell you their story. They have a story yeah. to tell. And it wasn't. Yeah. Well, and they had to keep going and going and going, yeah, and keep showing up. And some they get a lot of rejections too. Even yeah. some, well, that's that, right. some of them that are even very well known will even get rejected. And I'm like, you're kidding yeah. me. Yeah, well, it's a totally subjective business. Unfortunately, there's no there's no right or wrong or mm -hmm. that doesn't exist. It's just highly opinionated. Really, and uh, but. I I think it's fascinating that you're putting it's like a music the music industry. So it's going to be quite in, intense. I think a little bit too. Watching the show, watching what she goes through and stuff and and everything and I think it's going to be yeah. really, really fun. Do you have Well, that that's definitely one of the mm -hmm. plot angles, but it it is uh it's a really a rela I mean the, the bottom line of the show it's a relationship show big basically what goes on between her and her mother. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is a real, it, it's her and her, her extended family, but a lot of it is her and her mother and mm -hmm. how they really each grow with each other. Mm -hmm. Different areas, obviously, but um, mm -hmm. it's a very character-driven show. Mm -hmm. The Heartland Network, where is that? Um... Where's that at? Is it in the United States? Is it in? Yeah, yeah. It's based in Chattanooga, actually. Yeah. Tennessee. A Tennessee? Yeah. Yes, that's new. Yeah. And where do you do the filming? In Tennessee? Uh, no, this particular show is going to be filmed in Canada. In Canada? And then it gets taken, and then it gets shipped to um, Tennessee, right? Pardon me? It take, yeah, it take, well, actually, the it's a fictional town in Ohio. Oh, really? So it's the East Coast. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. And um, um, yeah, I see it's on Netflix. Is that correct? Because that's where I see uh, it. That's, yeah, it's not it's not yet. I mean, it may wind up there, but yeah, but the, not yet. The Heartland Network is on Netflix. No, no, the Heart, no Heartland Network is it's streamed. It's not on Netflix. Netflix is its own thing. It's streamed on all major streaming platforms as well. I mean, and it is a, it's also a broadcast network. I mean, it's all over the U.S. Oh. It's a national footprint network. Yeah, because I, I see it on Netflix. I'm yeah. following Netflix. So, oh, I didn't know that. That's good. That's really good. Yeah. And uh, uh, how's the casting coming along? Uh, pretty good. You know, I mean, it's been a bit, uh, I have to say it's been very challenging because of obviously the pandemic, but um, mm -hmm. it's had a huge impact 
Do you have all your characters? Uh, quite a few, but um, again, it's you know we were set to shoot. We shut down because of COVID, and mm -hmm. um, we have not started up yet because um, the is Canada's been, Ontario in particular, where where it's shooting has been in a lockdown off and on for quite a while, and you know I have very. Uh, I'm very reluctant. I was extremely reluctant to take a chance and shoot when it was really rampant. And it's again, there's another surge going on. So mm -hmm. it's a, it's a wait, it's a watch, wait and see situation right now. Mm -hmm. Just to let you know, I'm here in Utah, and Utah is removing the mask. Like we have it yeah, right I, now. That's a whole other discussion for me, but I don't really understand that, to be honest with you. Yeah, we removed it, but we're, you know, leaving it up to businesses if they want to keep it on. Yeah, I, I think that's an absolute recipe for disaster, quite honestly, <laughs> but I just, yeah, that's my own feelings. Really? Yeah, I, I got mixed feelings on it as well when it comes well, to the mask. we're not anywhere near past this yet, and there's... You know, until this country gets significantly immunized, mm -hmm. it's it's going to just continue. I mean, it's just, you know, it's just a ridiculous Thanks. situation. I mean, we've, you know, it's this has been constant, repeated history even over the last year where states opened up. It's been surging. I mean, you know, okay. I don't think it's. It's, I don't know. I don't like. I said the politics of it is ridiculous to me, and it's it's really a binary choice. Mm -hmm. You either get sick and take the chance of dying, or you are extremely careful and get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's really any other choice. And they, you know, it's not even a personal choice. I mean, it's a personal. It's got to be both. It's both a personal choice and it's a choice mm -hmm. on how you affect the rest of. The society around you. Yeah, it's no different so, than the flu. You know, but, it's, but, a, it's a responsibility. I mean, it's a human responsibility. I just, I really don't understand why people even. So, just, so, you're, so you're telling me that in Canada, you can't even get into Canada. Is that correct? No. And that's no, where you're you doing your filming, right? Correct. Hmm. Can you pick another location? Uh, I, I wouldn't even, even if I was able to do that right now, which would be very difficult, I don't know that I would do it anyway. I, I, I wouldn't, I'm not so, mm -hmm. I, I think it's, it's, a, it's, again, it's a, it's a very difficult equation mm -hmm. to think about. And it's like, do I want to shoot for the sake of shooting? And put people's and people in harm's way. I, I I don't really want to do that. You know, I think that's that's mm -hmm. a very selfish choice to me. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, nothing is that important mm -hmm. that risks a human life. Nothing. Wow. So I mean, I'd rather wait and bear those consequences because nobody everybody's in the same boat. You know, mm -hmm. I can't rather than putting people at risk and taking that chance you know it's just it really is not worth it to me mm -hmm. do you um see some famous singers and musicians making an appearance on the show 
Uh, it's possible. Good. Something before. I, I don't know that it would happen in the first season, but it could be mm-hmm. down the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in, in television, well, I think in any medium, when you're trying to develop a story arc, I mean, you, you want to develop those characters. Mm-hmm. They got to sit on their, you know, they got to sit in their own space, and they got to be relatable to each other and relatable to their audience, because that's how audience vests mm-hmm. in a program. So, Do you yeah, have... I get it's really it's really good for ratings to bring on somebody famous, but mm-hmm. it doesn't uh, doesn't speak to the viability of the program. Right. Um, do you have a wish list possibility for some existing? music or anything like that or artists um artists no uh music well actually all the music's being done internally uh-huh and um i don't know that we would go outside and fact like one of the one of the marketing uh ideas or because it's a music driven show uh two singles that are coming from this show. They've already gone to radio. Wow. Uh, one of them, they both, the first one was a hit. The second one looks, it's peaked on the adult contemporary chart at number 16. It's now, I believe this week, it's 58 on the CHR chart. It's 55 on the country chart. I mean, they're, you know, they're very viable records and they're, again, they speak in a way that's, unique to this show and I, I it apparently resonates with the public so mm-hmm. it's um, going to be very it's a very interesting situation joe is the music country pop or uh it it uh it it definitely has a country overtone to it but it, mm-hmm. it, it interestingly enough it is it based on these two singles that have come in, which I believe the rest of the stuff is, you know, it's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. It kind of appeals across the board, mm-hmm. which has been incredibly interesting, which also speaks well to the viability of the program in general, because I think it's going to garner quite a wide audience. Wow. But again, uh-huh. you, know, you can only tell once you do it. Really? Cool. And speculate all you want. It doesn't mean it's going to happen. Do you have like a a theme music for we have when the song, I mean, when the movie or not movie TV show comes out? Do you have a theme song? Yeah, is there a theme song to the show? Yes, Yes. there is. Yeah, you should make that get that spinned out there too. So then, uh, that that will probably go when the show is. I think we'll wait till then, but yes. Oh, okay, good, good, good. Then, because you know. People recognize too yeah, music for their TV, exactly. yeah, to their yeah. favorite TV show. Well, I like Heartland Network, and uh, and I'm excited to see see. Wow, there's a new show coming out. And uh, um, tell me a little bit about you for uh, your music industry for 30 years. So tell me what you've been doing with that. Uh, have, well, what you have done with it, I should say. I started as a writer mm-hmm. and producer, I guess. I was in my, I was still actually going to college and I got a hit record while I was in college. That's how I started. Mm-hmm. What was your hit and, record? Well, it was, it was never really, because I'm Canadian, I'm originally from there. 
it was called Together to the End of Time. It was top five in Canada. It became a top five record in Europe. It was never released in the States. Oh, okay. But it basically opened the door for me. To, I was brought down to the States because of it mm-hmm. as a writer, producer. That's how I started. Uh-huh. And I had a, I mean, it was a long time ago, but I started, uh, I was brought down by a company that uh, their major artist was Hart. Mm-hmm. That's how I got in the business. And the guy who brought me down, he actually became my mentor. He taught me the business. I got very interested in the business. And um, I kind of went from there. You know, I wound up at different companies. I eventually wound up, I became one of the forerunners in alternative music. Wow. Uh, I just, I was a real rock guy. I liked it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I signed Bush. I, I was involved with No Doubt. I got, I signed the Cougar Dolls. I mean, I, I was in all that whole thing. And, uh, were you ever in a I band I mean, or a group, like a band or anything? No, nah, I really, no, not really. No. So you more or less wrote and produce. And have Correct. You, so have you were you know, like, I noticed that producers are also too known as engineers behind the music. Like, for example, Michael Jackson is not who he is if it wasn't right. for his producer. Right. You've got right, to have a good right. producer these days, and it's far in yeah. between from what I heard out there. Finding really yeah. good producers, and uh, yeah. so many well, people. producer I, kind of. I try. Yeah, to, their, their job is to kind of take what you get to, from an artist. I mean, artists are, you know, they're artists, and they they have very unique talent, and like you know, the job of producers kind of identify that and make it, yeah, make them be the absolute best they can be. Right, yeah, yeah, but uh, it's from what I was told from the artists, because I have a lot of them on my show, and um, actors and stuff, and some of them are, you, you know, seeing as well, and uh, they said, they tell me it's hard to find a good producer. It's hard to... Yeah, they're, they're tough. And also, too, probably true. the younger generation in their 20s, you know, and early, they think they can do it all online, and internet yeah. and these software yeah. and it just doesn't sound it sounds fake or something's not yeah. right it, it, it really quality is um what's the best word it, it, it's not a great achievement these days unfortunately i'm mm-hmm. not saying everything is like that but well yeah, I, I i think you really said it right a lot of people they, they don't want to do the create they don't want to take the creative energy or the learning process to really learn the craft and I don't think you can excel at anything unless you really learn it right well I got something to tell you you heard of Gene Kelly the dancer and then Debbie Reynolds yep and all those others and then there was um Bobby Benton he did Roses Are Red Violets he had a studio in Pennsylvania Allentown, Pennsylvania. Well, he went to school. Bobby Benton went to school with my uncle. And then nice. my uncle tap danced with Gene Kelly. Oh, wow. So I heard the stories and how they made it. But they, Gene Kelly um, had a dance studio. And how he got mm-hmm. famous, that he would take kids that he in his class, and they would go throughout the United 
New England states and tap dance. Okay. And then they, um, and then after that, and, and then somebody spotted them from Hollywood and they went to Hollywood <laughs> and they got very well known and in the industry and, um, um, same thing with, with Frank Sinatra and there's stuff about him as well. And I feel like I'm a hundred years too late, you know, I'm like this young person, but all these older people and I just, yeah, they work their butt off, you know? And, but the yeah. point is, is yeah, like you said, nothing came easy, but when it did doors open, they just kept going and going and going. Right. But yeah, um, you got to persevere. Like Gene Kelly. He and you got to be humble. Yes. And then you gotta be very helpful because you gotta be willing to learn. That's right. That's you know, that's definitely well, big part of it. With Gene Kelly, he did his own thing, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but he was you know taught school, and uh, yeah. make long story short, my great grandfather put him through school, and it, it's a long story with that. I'll tell you about that some other time. But but that's that's a you know when I talk about producers and things like that, I understand the industry, and I've been offered mm -hmm. many times to get into it. But I was just too shy. <laughs> but here yeah. I'm doing radio, and I think because I'm behind the screen instead yeah. of, instead of in front of the screen, so yeah. I enjoy that mo mostly. But anyway, but make the long story short. Um, so you grew up in Canada, and you discover the passion of you know for music. So that that's yeah. really really interesting and. And um, being in Canada, is their music a little bit different than ours, or? No, it's the same. It's all the same. It's pretty much the same. And yeah. uh, um, and you have studios and things out there. And yep, yep. Yeah, I was talking to an associate of yours. That's how I found you, um, Carlos. And he was telling me that they're producing a lot of television shows, series, and episodes. In Canada, and I thought, yeah. why Canada? Uh, economics. Really? That oh is... yeah. So yeah. it's easy to get a camera and a crew and. Uh no, it's basically they offer very generous tax credits. Oh. And especially when the uh, the the difference in the dollar, the American dollar is uh, it's not as strong as it was maybe six, seven months ago, but when the dollar's trading at anywhere above 120, mm -hmm. it's a big bang for the dollar. I mean, you get a lot up on that screen. For wow. Wow. So it, it is purely economics. Amazing. Amazing. So, yeah, because I, yeah, there's some other people that I know, they were filming in Canada, and I think, just recently I just found out because you were coming on, and go, oh yeah, we film in Canada. So yeah. I'm like, dang. Yeah, I mean, there's some states here that offer, you know, they're pretty good credits as well. But again, the the big change in Canada is really the value of the American dollar. That mm -hmm. that is a great. That makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Well, hold on so like, tight, Joe. We're gonna go into a a commercial break, and okay. sit back tight. Okay. Hey, this is Sabrina, the owner of MathBeast EQ'd. I believe mathematics is the most important subject students should learn, but sometimes traditional schooling isn't enough. I have a classroom space in Bluffdale, Utah, or we can use Google Meet or Skype. Call me at 
515-865-8600. Let's help your student become a beast at math so they can be a beast at life. I'm Esther, co-founder of Head and Home Horse Rescue and Equine Therapy. We have a program called the Cavalry Club, where if you join, some of the benefits are you'll get to ride horses at a fraction of the cost. You'll also get awesome discounts on riding lessons and more. Cavalry Club membership is $75 per month per person. With the membership, you get a one hour, 30 minute riding session every week unlimited supervised visits to the facility, discounted membership for family members who ride at the same time, discounted riding lessons, discounts for birthday parties or other events, and discounted tickets to Head and Home events. Come check us out on our website, headandhome.org, where you can see photos of our horses. Come visit us to see them live. You can reach us at 801 254-1687. Hi, my name is Drusilla. I am the founder and owner of Drusilla's Closet. I've created a unique system to organize your pantry and kitchen. The system also works great in various parts of your home and garage. Also in my closet, I have unique furniture, art, and decor. You can find us on Facebook, Drusilla's Closet, or call at 435-224-9266. I'm sitting here with Joe Workman. He is the executive producer of a new TV series coming out this fall on the Heartland Network. So Joe, we were talking about you know, how you got into the business as well as this new episode coming out. I mean, well, episode, I should, TV series that's coming out, Becoming Alex. It's, is it kind of like the Go-Go Girls or tell me a little bit about it. Uh, not really. Like I said, it's more of, it's, it's a retrospective look at a girl who's made it as a singer. She's famous and she basically is having a crisis in her life and she looks back mm -hmm. at how she got there, what her influences were, how her family influenced her, what her relationships were that brought her to where she was. And she's basically, you know, the, the series is really a, a look back at how she's at a point where she's got to make some decisions on where she's going to go. And she's really trying to find herself again and find her compass. And that's mm -hmm. kind of the long of it. And you look back at her later years in high school when she really decided to make that move and mm -hmm. take that chance and how she was supported, what what influenced her, like what things that were happening in her community, her life, how she looked at things mm -hmm. through her own uh, lens mm -hmm. and how she interpreted them. Now, also too, you came out and you met the Mushroom Records, I think it was Shelly. Yeah. Shelly Siegel. Siegel. Right. Tell me about that. Um, well, when I was basically in my early 20s, mm -hmm. I, like I said, I had a hit record in Canada. And um, I, at the time, it was really 
I guess the best place I could describe it, the music business was kind of like the farm team from the U.S. Uh-huh. So everything was either the business was either Los Angeles or New York. And when that happened for me, I had basically the one entertainment lawyer in Canada, which was in Toronto, that was, I was his client. And he just said to me, you got to go to the States. You're not going to, if this is what you want to do, mm-hmm. it's not going to happen here. You're going, you know, it's going to be much different. Uh-huh. And I think for real opportunity, you got to go. And he's, Originally, he he sent me to several different music publishers who had offered me staff jobs in in Los Angeles. And one of the people I met was this guy at Mushroom Records, who was Shelley Siegel, and we just you know I hit it off with him. Wow. And he just basically took me under his wing and said, "Look, I'm going to teach you the business. You got a lot of talent, but talent's not everything, and you got to learn Networking. how to navigate it." Yeah, network. And I went okay, so I was I was quite lucky, you know. Um, I dare say, did he pass away suddenly at the age of thirty-two? He, yeah, he had he died from an aneurysm. Oh. Very suddenly, he was thirty-three, I think, or thirty-four at the time. It was very tragic. Oh, and he would have been still with you today. Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, great guy. I mean, he made obviously quite the impression, but uh, yeah, how it much? Was very, yeah, Joe, how much did the music industry change since you've been in? Oh, tremendously. <laughs> tremendously. I was different say, Yes, I was going to say, it's so much different. When. Yeah, but it's interesting. It's, it's almost, I mean, the difference is it, it has changed a lot. There's no question about it. But it also has become a much not as different just from uh, changing, but it's it's almost a more level playing field if you if you have mm-hmm. uh, experience. It, it's it's a very interesting business now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I grew up with the Rat Pack and a few other people, but you know, watch. But I was always the shy one, so um, yeah, I, yeah I, I've been behind studios and all kinds of stuff and stages and things like that. And it's, it's, yeah. And today now it's such a different world. I agree with you. It's just like a head turn. And, um, and I, I think it's even harder and harder and harder. And what do you think about the television show? You got talent and voice and all that other stuff. Um, I, I understand the, I understand why they're popular. Uh-huh. Um, I think the only thing that is a negative, you know, the biggest negative to me, it's very um, fleeting, so to speak. What do you mean by that? It is not, um, it's not really a good representation. You know, it, it's very instant gratification. Mm-hmm. And I think that's tough. And that also, you know, it's not just bad for surviving artists on there, artists who get to the end game there. But it's also, I don't think it's the best thing for a public that likes to invest in its artists because they don't, mm-hmm. the few that have come out of there that have really done well and resonated, they were true, you know, they're true talent. But mm-hmm. many that have, have come out are not, they have then got the experience 
experience, nor have they had the ability to really develop that craft. Mm -hmm. And that's tough. And when you can't do that, it's very, I think it's really difficult Mm -hmm. to get that association with an audience. Mm -hmm. Very tough. Um, Back to Gene Kelly, when he had his studio and stuff like that, and of course with my grandmother and my uncle, um, he worked it. He went to college. Of course, my great-grandfather put him through college. And then, you know, he studied music. He just studied and studied and studied. Yeah. And he starts, you know, of course, tap was so big in the 40s. And, uh, and that's where he, they did it all, New England State. Of course, you got to school and you take the kids and you go on the, on the road. And, uh, and that's how they he, he got spotted. Yeah. With my well, uncle. people who best, I mean, the one thing about a public figure, uh-huh. specifically an artist, people vest in in that. I mean, it's it, it's something that's, you know, there's some... Like an athlete? Thing that, yeah, people, they vest in that personality. They vest in that. So, you know, there's a part of them that can relate. And if you can't, as the artist, relate to that viewer or that listener mm-hmm. or that part of the public, then you really difficult to succeed and I think again it's probably very you know it's a generalized statement and I don't think it's true generally speaking but that's the one thing I see as the downside to these you know Mm -hmm. talent shows on television because you don't really get that opportunity you know other than in the short period and the artists themselves don't understand that relationship but they haven't had enough. I got something I it. wanted to ask you and your point of view on it. I know your music, but you're coming into the producing part of the filming and things. Mm-hmm. And you're probably seeing town out there and you're probably shaking your head. I don't think actors and actresses really today know how to be an actor or an actress. Yeah, I just, well, that, I just scrunch a... my and I I can well, do again, that. It's, it's the same thing. It's, it's. I think that part of that is you don't get the ability to develop your craft. I mean, right. it's a very consumable business right now, so that's tough. And those that are really good, mm-hmm. they do rise above. I mean, there's just something. Right. You know, I mean that that's been a huge challenge for me to cast this thing is to really like find that we talent went through hundreds. Yeah, because I... that's what I was looking for. I have an ear for music. Uh, you know, I can play music without, you know, mm-hmm. I took lessons. But I also have for um, the town, I think it's just in the jeans. But anyway, um, make the long story short. Yeah, because I remember how my uncle and my Gene Kelly and Debbie Reynolds and all those, they took classes. They they studied the art, you know. Right. I remember them saying, you know, I remember one thing that, I I didn't understand it, but how to when they took their um, classes or acting classes, they had to be a pillow. How do you be that pillow, or how do you really cry and then switch back? You know, and things like that. Yeah. Be that. Character. Yeah, they had to understand how to express themselves right. and tap into that expression. And right. again, right. And then know, if they're going to play a certain part in a movie. They go invest what that person was like, and then read right. up on them, and then be that character. You know what I right. mean? 
and you had to learn well, how to Well, it's like switch. singing a song. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like singing a song. I mean, if you can't, if you can't um, right. emote those lyrics based on what's going on inside of you, really right. going on, uh-huh. you can't transmit it and the listener mm-hmm. knows you're not translating it. Like, they just know, like, you either feel it or you don't. There's you have no to feel in it within. You have to be yeah. within the soul of your body. Right. Yeah, and That's express right. that out. And I, I, yeah, I don't, the movies today, it's, they're just so, I, don't, I hate to say it, horrible. <laughs> you know, I love watching yeah. a little bit of the older ones because, I, yeah. you know, they be their character, that, that character, and they bring it out. And then there's some that are older that, well, okay. But they were sharpening it as time went on. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't say they're all horrible. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you. There's a, a few that are good. The proclivity that are pretty bad, but there are a few. And again, it's the acting. It's how it's written. I mean, that are quite amazing. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there there was there are some really incredible actors out there, young younger ones, that. You know, I mean, I, it, the one that comes to mind because I just seen a movie with him, but um, you know, Chadwick Bosman was so talented. Like, I mean, it's a, it, that was a great loss. Uh huh. Yeah. When he passed away, but I mean, what a talented guy! I mean, the ability to tap in to what he did and literally you invested in that guy. It didn't matter what he played. I mean, he you know, but he, he put his heart into it. He was playing. He was playing himself, and yeah. he knew how to find that. Mm-hmm. think and communicate it to people. Right, right. I mean, it's an incredible gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's like those are with music have a great yeah. gift. And please forgive me, but and I used to tell my mother this, but my mother was very good at storytelling, and she could mm-hmm. sing. Of course, we, you know, her cousins, you know, um, Frank Sinatra. But the thing is that she had she had that same um, harmony. You know, and the same melody that's in her voice. There's only a few people have that, and uh, yep. and I catch it. You know, when I'm out someplace or going to church or something, there's only a few people who have that harmony, and it's so beautiful. It's it's something that you can take that and make it big. You know what I mean? Yep. And, um, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, it's a, that's it's a how gift. Grace, it's a great gift. And the how, greater gift is to communicate that to other people. Right. Because the right. gift for the gift that you're giving those people that don't have that is the gift of inclusion and the gift of. Uh huh. You know, there's a, harmon- a harmony. Like, there's just. There's something very human about it. I don't really know the, any other word to articulate it, but it, it just it, it is it's commonality between people. Right. I gotta tell you a story. I ran into a fan that loves my show. He's been listening for eight years. He follows me everywhere, and he goes, but his wife goes, yeah, but he listens to you at night because you put him to sleep. <laughs> I just laugh. I go, really? He goes, there's something about your voice. It's so soothing. So I just. <laughs> Okay, that's a new one. I put somebody to sleep, but anyway, and I'm sure he's listening. He'll probably get a kick out of it. But I, yeah. I thought that was unique. But yeah, and I think it's in the voice, the way they pre- present. Um, mm-hmm. 
you know, and then there's some people that just, they try, 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 and they just don't get it. I, one right. time my, um, I was staying at my uncle's house and, and I think I, I done something wrong and, and he was yelling at me. Like I looked at him thinking, okay, is this acting or is this the real thing? <laughs> you know? I never forget that. And he did so good. And sometimes I could never picture, okay, is it acting or is it, am I really, really getting yelled at or am I just playing this part of the role <laughs> but anyway but um yeah there's but it's so funny because my aunt was in you know as an actress for years and years she's good she don't get me wrong she's good but my uncle comes along at 42 and decides to become an actor and he got all these big major roles <laughs> and it's so funny you know she was so mad she goes i've been studying since i was a teenager and he comes walking in and he gets all these major because he had that personality it was a it's like yeah he's a natural yeah yeah because he was so good at it he can switch and yeah. um like i said before i was in trouble and i didn't know if it was really acting or, <laughs> was, yeah. or if it was just was it really in trouble you know what i mean so but anyway yeah, but um i think most actors are really just playing themselves so <laughs> Yeah, but they're good. They're very and Debbie I'm Reynolds. I'm not saying they're not good, but that's yeah. But you I'm ever saying met Debbie Reynolds? Parts she, of themselves. Yeah, you ever met Debbie Reynolds? She is so no, sweet, no. and she's she's who she is, and she's yeah. she can come out with these great, you know, hang out with her, yeah. and she's she's wonderful, and um, yeah. um, but you know, it takes years too, experience, you know, going takes years and years and years and years, but um. Dang it. Are you still looking for um, talent? Because I can, you know, if there's anybody listening in. Uh, always. Okay. So it's in the blood. It's in the blood. <laughs> has to be in the blood. You got it. Bring it out. But um, but anyway, uh, make the long story short. So tell me, have you ever, oh, here's something. You also expected, you know, you helped produce the music for a TV show, the um, yeah. Dance with Moms? Dance Moms. Dance Moms. Oh my gosh, yeah. I used to watch that too. But anyway, that interesting was- Interesting show. Yeah, very interesting, yes. It's a good adjective, I guess. Really, it's just more acting than it was really looking for- Dance Moms? Yes. Uh, Is this a reality? I I, I, it was a reality show. I wouldn't say they were acting. Um, how do you feel about some of these rea reality TV shows out there? Uh, truthfully, I'm not a fan. Although I've been associated with quite a few of them, but I'm I, I'm not a fan. I, I think they're a lot of them are very exploitive. A lot of them are blown up. You know, they're they're set up to you know they're 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 for they advocate voyeur, voyeurism, so uh, I'm not the biggest fan. I mean, I get they're entertaining, and I, I see the entertainment value sometimes, and they're kind of a way just to lose yourself in somebody else's issues, but mm -hmm. depending and on what their premise is. <laughs> hmm. So how do you want your audience to feel about your new series? That's going to be coming I out. want them to, I mean, the topics we deal with, I, I really want them to, hopefully, um, anything I've ever done and hopefully continue to do, um, 
I just want to make a difference, you know. Mm -hmm. If I get one person thinking, mm -hmm. then I've done the right thing. You know, no. people who come on my show have made it famous. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I had one guy came on and he, uh, his book, uh, Steven Spielberg picked it up and musicians get very well known and I don't know what it is. About much. I yeah, think because I've been doing it so good. long and I have such huge, I just never know who's really listening and uh, I wish they would pick me up. <laughs> but no, it's joking. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, I, I think I, if you're doing this kind of thing, that's public oriented. I mean, you, you want to make a difference. I mean, that's why, why, why else do you do it? Right. I, I like to help get the word out with, you know, a lot from businesses to politicians to musicians yeah. to um, actors, get them well known. And yeah, they, they like me. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, you know, they literally said on my yeah. show, it's been one of the funnest radio shows. Yeah. But, you know, what can I say? We got a lot of problems in this country and we got a lot of problems in the world. So if we start at one spot, and get one small thing fixed, hopefully it can mushroom beyond that. So if everybody thinks that way, you know. Where do you see yourself, me. where do you see yourself and say that you get this going, say that Canada opens up this fall yeah. or August. You know, I have a yeah. feeling a lot of things are gonna be opening up. So. Yeah, no, I think, it, I think with any luck, probably the latest by July, I think that's what, you know, and yeah. providing again, that is all based on the fact that vaccines are available which they are now and people take them That's and las the vegas is starting some you know um not shows but events you know where they're having yeah, no, I, people I, I know and, i know but so, like i said you know it, it's all about the vaccination and you know if if only 30 percent of people are vaccinated by july and 70 percent aren't there's going to be a massive, you know, I mean, there will be a massive surge again in this country and there's going to be a lot more death and it's going to be tragic. I mean, it's tra it has been tragic and it will just continue and be more tragic. And it's just not a place where I think people need to be. You know? mm -hmm. There's no excuse to have to go there. Right. But say that everything went through, okay, you're <laughs> going to be produced, you're going to get things casting and everything and in July or even August, mm -hmm. we start a couple episodes for the show mm -hmm. in August, and it goes out in the fall. Um, yep. Would you would you do like a red carpet event so people can come out and meet the characters, or you know those who are? Um, that's lady? a really good question, and I don't have a really good answer yet. I mean, I'm not. I think that I would wouldn't be fun. say no, but I don't. I don't. I haven't really given that a lot of thought, quite honestly, because again, my mindset has really been on the present, what's going on right now, and mm -hmm. really safety, like a lot of safety. Yeah, and I, so, I appreciate that, and I'm sure the actors and actresses appreciate it a lot. And how many yeah. people do you think you expect to be on the set with you? You know, oh, on a set, and the set will be not less than 50. I mean, it, it takes that to shoot something like this. So, mm -hmm. and, a lot uh, of people. Okay, and uh, um, this sounds really, really good. And how would someone get a hold of when you start casting? Well, 
hopefully you let me know too that I can spread the word out for more casting. Well, you you probably go through the agencies to get your casting. Oh, for casting? Oh, yeah. They're, all the all the all the casting agencies are, are they're aware. I mean, they send. That's what, that's exactly what we get them. Okay. And people uh, have agents. They have managers. I mean, it's you know, there's a whole protocol. Okay. Well, that's really good. And uh, and it's going to be. Um, filmed in uh, Canada and it'll be sh on all the major networks out there right. probably this coming fall and it's going to be a half hour or an hour show an hour one an hour. hour wonderful wonderful and uh, okay I'm going to keep my eye on of course I know Carlos and you work with him and he'll keep me informed yeah. and but yes if it's, if there's a breakthrough you know, especially getting up to Canada. Oh, yeah. No, I'll be honored to you. I mean, like I said, there's a lot of subject matter. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, some of these scripts, I mean, interestingly enough. Um, Are you still writing? I, yeah. yeah. But um, we had, we were already had, we had, there were 10 written, ready to shoot when. Wow. Episodes. Stopped. Yeah. But, uh, Prior to, because we were already looking at this far long before the pandemic, like before the pandemic it was being developed. I mean, right, these course. things do take time, obviously. Right. right. But uh, we had written an episode on food um, insecurity and uh, uh, racially, like a racism-driven episode, and it just went to dead. I remember when we were writing, and I was going, "Yeah, you know, I think you know these are highly." These things need to be talked about, like really need to be talked about. It's more than time, you know, time is of the essence now. And, uh, you know, there's obviously lots of people associated with it. They go, well, you know, the political subjects, you know, you should want to deal with that. And I said, you know, absolutely. I mean, when you get this an opportunity like this, I mean, that's, that's the whole point. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not interested in dealing with fluff and uh, it's just a waste of time. You know, if I can't say what I want to say, and again, make that difference and make that audience mm -hmm. think. Yeah. Then it's just pointless to me. And coincidentally, <laughs> because we got shut down, and in view of what's happened in the last year as a result of this, I mean, obviously events and the pandemic together, uh, it was, <laughs> I, I just, you know, it was, I don't know. I either had a sixth sense or something, but mm -hmm. this is interesting. You know, I like I said, keep our fingers crossed. Hopefully, July would be an opening. You know, yeah. they open doors. They have to. That the industry will suffer. I mean, there's other shows yeah. that are well. The whole population is suffering. It's difficult. I mean, forget about the industry. The industry is one thing. I mean, think about all these people who are lost their jobs. I mean, have uh, it's it's a very difficult situation. I mean, very difficult. Mm -hmm. Well, this will I mean, help. Again, that's that's why you know I'm all about you know you're you're not just responsible for yourself. You're responsible for your whole community. Right. I mean, the industry. We're all inter we're all interrelated. If you don't accept that premise, I mean, right. damn, I don't know I don't, I don't know what you're doing. Right. Okay. Yeah, you're you're correct on that, and uh, 
Well, I just want to see you, I want to see, you know, I'm looking at the positive. You know, let's uh, look for the positive light and hopefully, you know, things open up in July or the end of July yeah. and it starts opening. No, I think you're right. And I actually foresee that happening. Like I said, I just, and then know, my own people will go to work and then there'll be people wanting to work for you. You know, someone will be the janitor, you yeah. know, someone to help, you know, crew card cards or whatever it is that the actors and actresses need. And, uh, mm -hmm. you know, you can, and things are going to come back. It's going to take time, but it's going to slowly come back. I mean, there's yeah. there's a TV show that um, it's on, you know, our regular networks out here in the mm -hmm. U.S. And it's called Suit or Sweets, something like that. Sweets. And um, um, it's filmed in Canada. So, mm -hmm. you know, I'm sure people are waiting to go back to work. So, oh, yeah. No, I mean, they're waiting to go back to work in the States. <laughs> it's not just Canada. I know that. I know. I'm looking at the I industry. mean, it's, you know, it's a, uh, it's a definitely a uh, common thing. Right, right. But, uh, but uh, I live here in Utah, and there's lots of work. So um, I get ads all the time, you know, or if my associates get lots and lots of stuff coming mm. by email. And there's Amazon. Go work for Amazon. They right. Very well. There's things that you can do. In the meantime, until you get back to where you once were, and yeah. um, well, but I I think you're, you know, just let's look at the good side, um, Joe. Say that you go back in July, you get this mm -hmm. thing going. You're, you know, you're gonna start filming this. I mean, it's gonna be for everybody to see in the fall of 2020, 2021, excuse me. And you know, what if you end up making a good hit? You know, it ends up being something really the top five on the um, Heartland Network. You know, yeah, well, that'd be very nice. Yes, and you've done it before in the music industry. You know what you're looking for. You know how yeah. they survive and make it. You know, in this industry, you know, some make and some don't. Some by luck, yep. some by not. I have seen some talented very talented people not make it because they're not at the right place at the right time. Yeah, that's true. Now, luck can. does play quite a bit into it. Yes, and then there's some who really stick it out and they become good and they become and they become even good because they didn't give up. They just right. kept sticking it out and then they're making records. And I can tell right. you about somebody who walked the streets of Nashville and he and his wife and his dog, and he had a famous name, but he walked the streets of Nashville. And it took, he wanted to walk away from the, his famous name, last name, but he couldn't do it. People say, why, why stick with your name? So he did, his name really got him where, he, where he's at, but he still had to work it. It's not yeah. what people think, you know, yeah. they still have to work it. And, yeah. uh, but anyway, but I just want to say it's an honor to have you on my show. I would oh, love to interview you again. I'll, you know, hopefully things come back. I will know. Yeah, they're going to come back. Like I said, you know, my only wish, I mean, I'll just conclude with this. And I guess it's just a generalized statement beyond the business, beyond, you know, all that stuff. I just hope, honestly, that the one thing we all get out of this pandemic when it does shift 
right. that this place becomes a kinder, gentler, and more respectful. I think so. Country to each other. Right. That's that is my goal. I mean, that that is what I hope to see. But I... seriously, and I hope I hope it does. And I hope that's the one thing all this whole difficult time has taught people. Mm-hmm. Well. Joe, I want to thank you so much for coming on my show. And thank you for having me. I appreciate good luck, it. and I want you back in the fall, even if it's out on the network of Heartland Network, the Heartland Network, the new series coming this fall, becoming Alex. So thanks for your time. That. I appreciate it. Okay, you have a great evening. Thank you so much. You Joe. too. Bye bye. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Kathy Lee Parker Show. For any other questions, please call, contact me at my email, kathyleeparker at live.com, or you can tune in to my website, and all my shows are on demand. That's the, the kathyleeparkershow.com. Thank you so much for tuning in. 